how's it going? <laughs> no, we always started off like that, oh, and we so both awkward. laugh awkwardly. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. Okay, so normally we meet at like ten o'clock on Wednesdays. Yeah. Today it is eight. I can't even speak. Eight twelve p.m. And one of us is more of a night owl than the other. <laughs> Who is it? And it's I am me. not the one yeah. who likes nighttime. It's only eight o'clock, but like this is the time where I start like winding down and like I'd be, you know, in my pajamas, showered, watch TV with my parents. Yeah. What What do you guys watch at night? What TV do you watch? <laughs> okay, I don't really get a say in it. I feel like I'm. It's hard for me to watch shows, but it's like if someone else is watching it, then I'll like watch it, whatever it is. Um, but they're watching a show called Doc Martin. And it's like a BBC um, uh, TV show. It's really good, actually. It's like it's like about a doctor um, who's on the spectrum, and he he's just like funny guy. Like he's so like abrupt and kind of mean to everyone, but like everyone loves him, and he's just like the town doctor. Like oh. it's a British show. It's oh. good. It's yeah. entertaining. <laughs> That's cool. Have you watched um, Have you watched Down to Earth yet? With Zac Efron? No. See, I just can't bring myself to watch Netflix. Yeah. I don't know. I'll watch YouTube videos, but <laughs> for some reason, like, I can't sit down and watch Netflix. Yeah. I've got to do that. Yeah. You got to. You have to watch the one about water, where he goes to Lords. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they talk about um, Our Lady of Lords. It's really cool. Zac Efron talks about yeah. Our Lady. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. That's something to see. I know. I know. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Zach Efron, if anyone was wondering. <laughs> Not today, maybe one day. <laughs> if we get like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you you just have to really, I think you would really like the show, especially that yeah. episode. It's like, it's probably the best way I've, it's the most respectful I've ever seen like a secular show talk about something religious like it's so beautiful Dang. yeah so yeah that's my recommendation watch down to earth with zach efron on netflix okay. <laughs> i'll make time for it i have so much time yeah yeah what has brought you joy this week liz um how about you give me a second to think about it while you <laughs> answer that question <laughs> i forgot we were doing that oh that's okay that's okay um, I, last Sunday I went to Mass at a parish, um, in Davenport. I have been really lucky in that I've been able to, to go to Mass, um, for most of the pandemic because, um, at St. Ambrose we've been doing radio Masses and so it's just been very limited amount of people who can attend that and I've been lucky enough to be able to go, like, weekly, um, which has really been a blessing. Um, but I didn't realize how much I missed, like, the community of a parish. And even, um, just my job requires me to go to Mass at St. Ambrose. And, and of course, there's a community there with the students and everything, but there's something so special about, um, a, about a parish, the community that's there. And so it was just a really beautiful reminder of, like, the the life within the church even within the time of pandemic and and you know we're having to wear masks and not being able to sing and 
you know, not being able to give the sign of peace and all of these things that made mass kind of odd and not what it usually would be. Um, it was still so beautiful to see the families and, um, and like the older generation, you know, just like the generational community of a parish is just so amazing and beautiful to witness. And because of my job, I kind of forget about that. And of course, like I love my students and I love being around college aged people and around young people and stuff. But, um, but there's just something about like seeing a little two-year-old ahead of you, like waving across the pews <laughs> to his other two-year-old buddy and just like trying to get his <laughs> attention. And it was just the funniest thing. And they're both like messing with their masks, like putting it in their mouths and stuff, which is probably really unsafe. Yikes. But they just, yeah, I don't know. These, these like young families with little kids just bring so much joy and so much energy to the mass not that there's not joy and energy in the mass but they just bring something new to it and it's kind of chaotic but it's just <laughs> so funny <laughs> and yeah so that's that's what brought me joy this week was going to a mass and getting to watch these little kids and just families yeah. like try and <laughs> try and control small children at mass like i i remember like when my sister was really little like a baby and and we would have to you know try and to clarify there's a 12 year age difference between my sister and i so that's why i remember it so well um but yeah i remember trying to like <laughs> hold on to her when she was squirming or stuff and it's really stressful in the middle of it but yeah i just appreciate watching it from the outside and not <laughs> not every new experience it. yeah, yeah. Someday, hopefully. Yeah. But um, just like watching people navigate the craziness of COVID, like, but still like, like the mass is so sacred, but just like having all of the like chaos along with it. It's fun. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, the chaos of children cannot be defeated by COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? What? What does that what mean? Saying? What do I say? I don't think it makes <laughs> sense. Like children, children, kids yeah. are gonna be wild, even if they have to wear a mask. <laughs> you know, they don't care. <laughs> are you putting this all in there? <laughs> this whole podcast is just gonna be us giggling the whole time. No, you're going to edit it out. <laughs> okay, Liz, did I give you enough time to think about what brought you joy this week? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. You gave me a lot, plenty of time. Um, <laughs> I no, rambled I for way like too that. long. Give you too much time? Jeez. Um, so, I guess, like, what's or what has brought me joy this week? Um, I've just, like, been thinking about doing things that are like out of my comfort zone or like things that I'm bad at or just like things in general that I wouldn't normally do and so I'm eating plant-based so I'm not eating like dairy or meat right now but I have been making my family meals which like like I like to cook but I've only ever cooked for myself mm -hmm. like 
and normally I just like make sandwiches or salads or like little bowls of food you know I wouldn't Mm -hmm. make like a meal but the last two nights I've had like the joy of like preparing a meal that like my family gets to consume which is like such a like there's a beautiful thing there of just like making a meal and then sitting down and eating it like I mean I'm not eating it I'm eating something else but like okay that was gonna be my question is are you making plant-based food or um alternates for meat no um so like I made them spaghetti and they're like is there meat in this is there meat in this I'm like yes shut up there's meat in this (laughs) um and then tonight we made a quiche and yeah it was pretty good I didn't try it I felt like it smelled good and it looked good and I did a good job but just like the process of like going through like making something with your hands and then like your family get to eat it it's just mm-hmm. like a joy yeah so that was my joy this week cool that's a good one <laughs> cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah cooking I I don't know I like cooking sometimes but also it stresses me out sometimes so I have a weird relationship with it and so like tonight I just made a frozen pizza because I was tired and didn't want to do anything else you know but I wish that I was better at cooking. Yeah. Maybe you can teach me. Oh, girl, I can't teach much. I just know what I know from, like, I know my mom's, like, solid meals that she always made as a kid. Yeah. When we were kids. Oh, and, yeah. like, I can make those. But. What's, like, your, like, when you think of your mom's cooking, what is, like, the big, the major thing that stands out that you remember? Her lasagna was really good. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, her lasagna, spaghetti, her, like, tacos that were very Americanized. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, gosh, I, yeah, we don't have to go into things that I didn't like. <laughs> that, does <not> need to, <laughs> that does not need to be a conversation. No. I actually, like, tonight at dinner, told my parents about the podcast and, yeah. um, like, pulled it up on my mom's phone. And so I can't talk about them because they might listen they might listen the odd chances that they listen the first one that they might listen to and you start is talking <laughs> yeah. bad about your parents <laughs> yeah no, no i love my parents yeah i hope you guys listen i love you guys so much uh-huh. wow. um yeah so so today um we so we we zoom every wednesday right we talked about that at the beginning and every other Lauren wednesday. and i every other Wednesday and Lauren and I did not have anything that we called to talk about this Wednesday so we spent this Wednesday Lauren was talking trying to get wi-fi at her house and I was uninspired and so we decided to take a break and come back at eight (laughs) o'clock and do this podcast Uh and so we decided to talk about this giant topic every topic is giant um being (laughs) alone versus being lonely and just like the idea of loneliness in general and like how that like fits into us as like people who practice their catholic faith and like yeah what loneliness looks like when you have a relationship with god yeah so i was reflecting on like the times that i felt lonely versus being alone um in my life and there's been a couple uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, dang, this is not a fun, like, it's not a fun topic, you know? Like, it's, it's not <laughs> enjoyable to, to remember or think about. Um, and I, can I just jump into that? Is that okay? Yeah, please do. Okay. So a year ago, I made the big move to Davenport 
um, away from friends, away from family, away from everything comfortable. Um, yeah, I just left it and went to a brand new job, a brand new city, and a new apartment. And this was the first time in my life that I lived alone. Um, and, you know, not even like the difference between living with people and in a house versus like sharing a room. Like this time it was just me. And <laughs> it was very strange. I was like, how do I, how do I handle this? Like, oh, there aren't any roommates around. They're going to be upset if I don't do the dishes or like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and I, I remember like when I first moved in, my parents helped move in and everything. And it was really stressful as moving always is. Um, but then when my family left, um, I could tell like my parents were starting to get emotional or whatever. And then I was getting emotional. And so then I just like said goodbye. And then I just went into my bathroom and just sobbed <laughs> because this was the first time that I was truly alone. There were people in the apartment building, but I didn't know who they were. I had no idea if they were friendly. I had no idea, you know, who, who was around me at all, which was just a very strange feeling. Um, and yeah, so I just sobbed <laughs> and just had a little pity party for myself in my bathroom. Uh, and then the next day it got a little bit better. Um, and each day got better. Um, and I eventually learned that the difference between being alone and feeling lonely is you could be alone by yourself but still very aware of how much you're loved and how much people care about you. And, and even if, you know, you aren't talking with them in that moment, um, you're still like, okay, you know, you don't have to be constantly reassured. And, and when you're alone by yourself like that, you're not going to be constantly reassured. And so it's, it's kind of this ability when you're alone, you have to kind of adapt to, to have this new ability of reminding yourself, you know, I what is my worth? Who am I? I don't have people around me to reflect the love that I know people have for me. Um, and I think loneliness is when you forget about that and you just kind of feel this despair and... Um, just sort of an emptiness of knowing that nobody knows what you're doing in that moment. And it's just kind of, it's the strangest feeling to know that like, I just sat in my apartment and I'd be painting or cooking or, you know, doing laundry, just like normal everyday stuff. But knowing that nobody else knew what I was doing, if I didn't like remind myself that that didn't have to be an important thing I could fall into this major despairing feeling of loneliness and just this this feeling of sadness of like nobody's acknowledging what I'm doing or nobody is aware you know um but in reality it's not that nobody is aware like God is aware and maybe he's not physically present. Maybe you don't know that. But, like, 
<laughs> the Lord is watching. <laughs> that sounds really creepy. I don't mean it to be creepy, but like, <laughs> you know, the Lord as a good father is present. Is present and and knows that you, you know, burnt your pizza last night, or <laughs> he knows that you forgot to do your laundry today, <laughs> or or he knows that you made a really cool painting but don't have anybody to share it with in that moment he still sees you and knows you and loves you um and even though you might feel super alone you're not which i think is one of the hardest things to hear <laughs> because when you're in those moments of feeling lonely you're just like no i'm alone and i want to just be alone just let me be you know let me despair in this which is I think to a point, like, it's okay to despair and to sit in that, to feel that emotion. But ultimately, you can't stay there, you know? You can't sit in that because that's not a fun feeling at all. Um, yeah. And even now, I now I do have roommates, which has been super fun. Um, still very new. We just moved earlier this summer. Um, but, like, even now... Because I got so used to having alone time, <laughs> I have to, like, carve out time for myself to have alone time just by myself. Because when I had that time last year, I kind of got to know myself, if that makes sense. Like, I got to, to realize, like, oh, this is, you know, the kind of music I like. Or I can, you know, go on a drive by myself and just appreciate the the scenery or um or maybe it's the times that i'm alone and by myself that's when i can really connect to god in prayer and so because i had you know this whole year of transition of being alone and feeling lonely and trying to decipher what the difference is between the two now i can appreciate my alone time and i'm also an introvert so <laughs> alone time is a bit more necessary for me than it might be for some other people but now I know why, you know? Now I understand that it's something to refuel me and it's not, it doesn't have to be this feeling of loneliness all the time. Um, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Thoughts? Did that sound really sad? Was that really sad? I don't mean for it to be sad. No. Um... Do you think that, what do you think about my, uh, definitions of, like, loneliness versus being alone? Do you feel like I'm straight up wrong? Or would you have anything <laughs> to, like, add? Um, I guess when I think of, like, the deep loneliness that I've ever gone through, like, I was always surrounded by people, but I, like, isolated myself from them, and so... Yeah, so, like, for me, like, a quote that I found in my deepest loneliness was, like, loneliness is an invitation to intimacy with God. And I don't know who said that. It was, like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, on the cover of a book. Or not on the cover, but, like, when you open it, like, that the was inside. the quote that they had. Yeah. yeah. So I don't remember who said it. Um, But, yeah, like, in my deep loneliness, when I did, like, isolate myself from people and even myself, and from God, like, that's what I had to turn to first. I had to turn to, like, a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. um, 
and like that's what brought me out of the isolation and the darkness that I had like allowed myself to fall into wait just tell me being alone versus being lonely lonely was what did you define those two as um I said they were kind of like um like when you're feeling lonely it can be really easy to to yeah to isolate and to like forget how loved you are whereas like when you're just alone you know you can be alone but not feel lonely you yeah know? like you can be physically by yourself but still like very aware of of how loved you are and your worth and you know not feeling that despairing feeling yeah okay but i i really like that idea of like loneliness being an invitation to get to know god yeah I, I think, yeah, I think, like, that's why we feel loneliness, like, especially when it's inexplainable, mm-hmm. is, like, like, I'm surrounded by people who love me, and why is that not enough? Mm, yeah. Like, why do I feel lonely? It's because, like, God, like, we are made for a relationship with God, and that, like, loneliness that we feel um, can sometimes be, like, that lack of a relationship with god um and even if we do have a solid relationship with god like we're not always going to hear him and we're not always going to feel him and we're not always going to have that loneliness like that feeling of loneliness disappear like even if we do have a relationship with god yeah like because (laughs) yeah god is present and he is here now but like he's also like like we can't experience the fullness of him right now and so we're going to feel that loneliness and like yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um related to all of this, I realized uh I I was reading the gospel reading for this Sunday. Um trying to prepare for our first masses back on campus, which is exciting. Um <laughs> and the gospel is about uh Jesus it's when Jesus walks on water and when he like invites Peter to walk on water and he does for like a second. And then he falls because he's afraid. Um, and I was reading something about the gospel and I I had never really realized this before. But before all of that happens, it talks about, I think it's from, I think it's from Matthew. I think it's the gospel of Matthew. Uh, it talks about how Jesus like went away. Like he went to go be alone so that he could pray. Um and it doesn't say exactly how long he was alone, but you can kind of assume it was for quite a while. <laughs> like, I think it, the way that they describe it is that, um, you know, all the rest of the apostles are out in the boat or whatever. And, like, they've already, like, put the boat in the water, been fishing for a while before Jesus comes back. And so, yeah, I just think it's it's interesting that Jesus... Even though he is God, like, (laughs) even though he is love incarnate himself, he still had to take time away and he still had to go and be alone. And we can assume that, you know, maybe Jesus did feel lonely at at certain points because we know that his, his death and resurrection has redeemed all of the things that we feel and all of the humanness of life. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's, yeah, he probably did feel the ache of loneliness um, we did on the cross like 
Yeah. I didn't feel God. Like he yelled out the words, like, why have you abandoned me? Like that's, right. that's the feeling of loneliness that we experience too. Yeah. Yeah. So like Christ's loneliness redeems our own loneliness. And he also had to go and be alone in order to, you know, have that intimacy with God. Um, and to just take time to pray. But I think like the most important part of that is not necessarily that he went away to pray, but that he still came back to his community. Like he still came back to the boat and, you know, entered into conversation, community, whatever you want to say. He still went back to the apostles and still like lived life with them. And maybe he went back by walking down water, and that's not really a <laughs> standard that we can <laughs> achieve. <laughs> like, he he took his time alone, he prayed, and had time alone with his father, but then he came back to be with his community. And I think that there's something good and holy about time alone, and even, like, feeling, like, entering into that ache of loneliness and, and sitting with that and taking that invitation to to pray and to know God in that but then it's just as important to go back and to find your community and to like you know live life with them like Genesis says man was not made to be alone and I think for me anyways like the past year the times that I did feel lonely that was always the thought that I had was like yeah, wow. <laughs> like, shoot dang, we are not meant to be alone. <laughs> you know, like, I'm definitely feeling this this deep ache and longing for something. And that something was community. And whether that's with other people or even just, you know, that relationship with God, it's still, you know, still that longing to be known and to know and to love and to be loved that is so innate in us um and sometimes that's really hard like it's really hard to find community especially in like a brand new place that you don't know anybody um relationships are hard you know yeah. like it's hard to even when you have a community surrounding you it still takes a lot of work to maintain those relationships and to to love and be loved within that community so yeah that is um just a bit about loneliness and being alone and i feel like it is such a big topic that maybe you know maybe we'll revisit it or in the future like it's just that's something that i've been really reflecting on especially in the past year because of all of that going on and so um, yeah, and I think, like, being young adults right now, like, trying to, to find community and, and navigating these feelings are so important. So, we might talk about it again, um, <laughs> but for now, we've been talking for a while, so, or, I've been rambling for a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you have any closing thoughts, Liz? I just... Um, like revisit your loneliness like if you're experiencing loneliness right now or at any point you do like know that like it's still like a fruitful season and like 
God is present in it. And there are people who love you through it too. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got for you. <laughs> Tune in next time. Hopefully there's another next time. No. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember you are loved. Always and forever. <laughs> is this wedding vows? <laughs> Peace out. Bye.